every year when I approach this day, my anniversary of my first panic attack, I have different emotions. Usually for a month before, I have this high anxiety and this fear of the holiday because I'm reliving the experience. Welcome to Hope to Recharge podcast. Thank you for joining me here again today. Every week we meet here to break the stigma around mental health and to bring you insight and inspiration and lots of practical tips from personal stories or professionals around the world that share how they turn their journey of mental health into healing or to thriving. Together we will break the stigma one story at a time. In mental health together is always better. Thank you for joining me here today. I'm your host, Matana. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. It's Matana. I am celebrating tonight. You're going to hear this after tonight. Um, You're going to hear this probably on Wednesday or Thursday, but I'm recording on Sunday. Tonight is the holiday of Shavuot, 11 years since my first panic attack. It's my 11th anniversary. 11 years ago, I found myself in the hospital, battling something that I had no idea what it was. I was rushed to the hospital at three o'clock in the morning. If you didn't hear my story, go back to episode number one and you'll hear the first story. Every Shavuot, every holiday that comes around at about May, it comes out around May every year. I celebrate this big milestone. And every year when I approach this day, my anniversary of my first panic attack, I have different emotions. Usually for a month before I have this high anxiety and this fear of the holiday because I'm reliving the experience. For some reason this year, I didn't have any anxiety at all. Not only did I not have anxiety, I completely forgot that this holiday is my anniversary. I was wondering why my mind wasn't focused, but my subconscious must have remembered that this holiday is a big milestone for me. I also, I get very nervous to be in the same spot where I was having my panic attack, which is in Far Rockaway on my couch, which I still have in the same location. And for many years I would travel so I shouldn't be home because I was afraid to look at the couch. The trauma was real. This year we're traveling, but not for that reason, because I completely forgot that my anniversary comes out on this holiday. I traveled because I needed a break from a very, very busy few months, and I had the opportunity to get away, just disconnect and be with a family a little bit during this holiday. And it actually was a great time to do so with everything going on in Israel and my family being away and uh, being far from my family with everything going on. I needed quiet time when there's a lot of commotion going on in the world. If you remember during Corona, I had to escape and have my quiet time in order to survive. And we came to Florida during Corona for about six months. And it was my biggest gift from God. The No, the biggest gift God gave me during Corona was to be able to be with quiet and myself so I can deal with all the commotion in the world and disconnect as much as possible. The same thing what's going on in Israel, I'm able to focus on doing my prayers, my meditation, sending my my best wishes and doing whatever I can from far away and then keeping me, myself, stable so my family can be stable. 11 years ago, I took a vow, a kind of a vow, <laughs> that I'm not willing to give in to the mental illness state that I am in and I'm going to do whatever it takes to recover. It took me years and years and years to do the work, and I still do the work every single day. People ask me why I practice my practices of meditation, the yoga, my um, gratitude 
work morning, afternoon, evening? Why do I still do everything if I'm pretty much recovered? Now, recovery doesn't mean that you stay well all the time. Recovery is ongoing forever and ever and ever. If you don't keep at the work, one can regress. And I took a vow that if I have children, I have to really do the best I can to stay healthy for them, to recover for them, whatever I can, as much as I can. Now, every day is different, but I can never get off the bike. I can never get off the bike of doing the exercise. I have to stay on and do my mental work, do the exercise, my boundaries, my forgiveness, my meditation, my gratitude. I must do it because I'm committed to staying as healthy as possible and doing the best I can, the best I can in order to stay healthy. Now, whatever God sends my way, I don't know, but I need to do my part. I must do my part. And that is the message that I want to give in this episode. First of all, that I can't believe that it's 11 years, 11 years of hard work what a transformation. I'm a different person. I wonder if my DNA is different. I'm just a different person. Do I still have a tremendous amount of work to do? Do you sometimes feel stuck? Do you wish you can be somewhere else? Do you have a vision of where you want to get to, but you just don't know what the first step to take in order to get to that life that you're dreaming of? Many people ask me, what did I do in order to create this wellness that I'm living in? How did I shift from deep depression, from extreme anxiety to a thriving life, to a productive life, to a life full of joy? I put many things into practice and it's every single day. Many of you know that it's gratitude, a healthy mindset boundaries, self-love, and one of the most important things that many people don't speak about, forgiveness, self-forgiveness and forgiveness to others, essential for healing. If you want to work one-on-one with me in order to move forward towards that dream life that you have a vision of, click the link below in the show notes. It's a custom-made program for you, one-on-one with me. We will develop a concrete program that you can implement in your life so you can create a better well-being. Click the link below. Looking forward to working with you. And now enjoy the rest of the episode. I wonder if my DNA is different. I'm just a different person. Do I still have a tremendous amount of work to do? Tremendous. Till the day I die at 120, may I live happy and well till 120. I have a ton of work to do, but the transformation is unbelievable. And what I want to share with everybody here is that When I started my journey, I had no idea how it's going to go. Many things didn't work. Many things worked very well. I adapted a few things. I changed a few things. I grew, I evolved, and I keep on changing. My message to you is you will never know where the journey of healing takes you. You have to take one step at a time, really one step. And if it doesn't work, take another step to a different direction. Don't quit. Don't quit because the joy that I experience nowadays, now I have stress, I have anxiety, I have certain hiccups in life, but they're very short-lived and I know to come back to center fast. Thank God, thank God, thank God with a tremendous amount of prayer. But my message to you is keep on moving forward. As long as you're moving forward, sometimes you'll feel like you're regressing. Get up and take another step forward. Don't give up. The joy that I feel today is a joy that I would have never experienced if I didn't go through the pain I went through. I had to go through hell. I had to walk through misery, as Marshall Linehan said, in order to get out of hell and live in joy. Literally live joy in the most smallest, ordinary acts in life become extraordinary. I practice gratitude every day. It's my go-to. People drink 20 cups of water 
I drink 20 to 30 acts of gratitude a day, maybe even more. You know why? Not because I'm a holy person, not because I'm a great person. I do it because it's my lifeline. I do it because otherwise I'm not committed to what I promise God that I'm going to try my best to stay healthy. Gratitude is my lifeline. I wrote it on my post the other day that gratitude is my mental bomb shelter. If I don't practice gratitude, bombs, mental bombs can come and literally break down everything that was working. My gratitude is my protection. It's not that I'm holy. It's not that I'm spiritual. I just know that without it, I would be a different person. I tap into it when I'm anxious. I tap into it when I'm sad. I tap into it when I'm overwhelmed. I tap into it when I feel depleted, when I'm scared. It's my recharging energy. Literally like a phone, you know, when your phone is on to one or 2% and you quickly run to recharge. That's what I do when I, but I don't wait until I'm one or 2%. Like if I see that I'm at 40 or 50, I waited too long. I go into gratitude. I want to offer this to you to understand the gift of gratitude, to understand how people can really heal if they just practice gratitude and mindfulness and awareness, counting your blessing, hover on your blessings. Yes, give a tremendous amount of time for your pain. I talk about holding space for your pain, living in your pain. Don't ignore your pain. Don't run away from it. But don't take your pain into the fear of your future. Sit in the pain now the power of now, the power of now, sit in it now. Don't make it a big monster, maybe future. Sit in the pain now and it will drift away. But as much as you give time for fear, for the worries, for the anxiety, give some time for mindfulness, for joy, for activities that make you happy, for things that you know that help you elevate your energy. Make sure you're around people that align with your core values, boundaries. Let go and practice forgiveness. And if you don't know what forgiveness means, it doesn't mean justifying something that was wrong. It doesn't mean that at all. If you don't know what forgiveness is, first of all, we have an episode on forgiveness. We'll put it in the show notes. It's a premium content for a few dollars. You can buy it. It is an amazing episode on how to practice forgiveness in the real way. I do it with my clients all the time. Letting go of 100 pounds of pain and giving space for 100 pounds of beauty. That's forgiveness. If you don't know how to do it, go learn how to forgive properly. Read books on forgiveness. Look out on YouTube. You have so much out there that can teach us forgiveness, boundaries, meditation, mindfulness, gratitude. We have so many things out there that can help heal. Do it with medication. Do it without medication. Whatever your doctors say. Thank God I'm off medication for so many years and may God bless me that I can continue going without medication. I use my meditation and my gratitude as my medication because I was able to heal. Now, everybody must follow doctor's rules, but I'm telling you that even if you take medication, medication was my life savior back in the day. I would probably not be alive if not for my medication. And I'm so grateful. But I also wanted my mind back, my sharp mind back, which the medication had side effects on my sharp mind. So I worked. I worked hard for years and years and years, worked hard with my psychiatrist, with my with my healers. I worked really hard to try to get off the medication. It worked for some time, then it didn't work. And then now it worked. Now I can get off my medication. And again, do it only with doctors. But some people have to stay on medication for the rest of their lives and it's a gift. It's a gift. If you are on medication, continue practicing gratitude, meditation, affirmations, all these mind mindfulness practices because it takes first of all it helps the medication work much faster and longer and also you're just on a different vibration of healing 
you're just on a different vibration of healing. So I want to wrap this up with a tremendous gratitude to all my listeners, to the community, to my mentors, to my cheerleaders, to my family, to Ariel, my husband, to my children, to my friends, to all of the people that walked alongside me, for Heather for believing in me and telling me that I could do it two years ago and holding my hand and doing it with a smile and with so much love and continuing to inspire me to get this to the next level. John for inspiring me to do my, my gift of giving. So many of my mentors out there, Jesse Itzler, his BYLR family that cheered me on, that inspired me, Jesse's sayings that come with me every single day in my mind, every single day. I say his sayings all the time when it gets hard. And the biggest gratitude is for God for giving me the ability, for giving me my mind, for giving me my energy, for giving me my soul. Every time before I open my microphone, I say in Hebrew, Hashem sefatai tiftach, Hashem God, please open my lips that I could say wise, good words because I don't prepare very well for, I don't ever prepare, that's the truth. But I have a thought and then I, I just start talking as if I'm on a coffee date with a friend. And I am on a coffee date with each and every one of you because you're here with me, listening alongside with me, following this journey of breaking the stigma, healing together, supporting each other, and bringing hope to the world, bringing light to the world, showing that within pain, even within pain, there is good. We don't always see the why, the how, but we can look and find some good, if not in the pain, so outside of the pain. Thank you again for being part of Hope to Recharge podcast. It is our anniversary next week for the podcast. This week is my panic attack anniversary, my first panic attack anniversary tonight. And next week will be our second year anniversary to the podcast and we're going to do something special. So I just wanted to show up here and just really tell you how time heals, how the work works. If you do the work, it works. If you stay committed, it works. You have no clue where you're going to end. No clue. There's no, there's no real roadmap, but you have to start walking and make sure you have someone alongside you because it really gets lonely and hard. So when you have a community like Hope to Recharge, it helps you get to where you need to get to. Thank you for walking alongside me. Have a beautiful, beautiful end of the week. And I can't wait to see how this holiday will be for me. Bye till next time. Thank you for listening till the end. We highly appreciate all of our listeners. And Mental Health Together is better. You being here means a tremendous amount to us. If you enjoyed this episode and you would like some extra boost of information and inspiration that is not on the podcast, you can go to our website, hopetorecharge.com. There's some premium content that for the cost of a cup of coffee, you can download some amazing information that will help you, a tool that will guide you through life. So don't skip a beat. Don't hesitate. Go to hopetorecharge.com and see what other offerings we have there for your mental health well-being. Thank you for joining us. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to say thank you, the best way of gratitude will be by you leaving a review or a comment or sharing this with a loved one. There is no greater form of gratitude for us. Thank you. Bye till next time.